attention Crossroom shoppers. The store is now closed. If you were unable to make your final purchases and grab a Crossrip, Deep Peaks, or hug a Reitman shirt, we've got you covered. Just drop us a direct message and a representative from our staff will be happy to accommodate your needs. Thank you for shopping the Paranormal Shop and have a nice afterlife. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to the CrossRip Podcast. It is San Diego Comic-Con weekend. It is a very different San Diego Comic-Con week. Uh, it's because there's a strike going on. But uh, we thought a good uh, excuse for an, a CrossRip episode, so we're going to be talking about uh, Dan Goldberg uh, remembering his memory. We're going to be talking about the delays that will probably be coming with all of these strikes that are happening between the Writers Guild and SAG. And uh, Chris is selling off his collection, finally. Stay tuned. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the keymaster? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. <laughs> Weird name. Gotta make the best of that. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. This is about the strike thing, right? So the writers are like, you can't just plug stuff into chat GPT and all that. Like that is not the future that's going to make sense for us or you in the long run. So we're striking and we got to get this stuff nailed down. And I'm like, yes, I understand that. Do that. While at the same time I'm watching YouTube and every ad on there is, it's, it's like, <coughs> it's like, it's like 1994 and the World Wide Web. Anybody that can figure out how to like do HTML is a web designer and pulling down huge amounts of money. Yeah. So anybody that can quote unquote type a prompt and I'm like write a descriptive sentence, okay, good. Like what are you but <laughs> but they're just like, we know the tricks and I'm like, Oh god, mm. it's this stupid gold rush. So I can understand but what was freaking me out because nobody's talking about it is Skynet? It's freaking me out too. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, God. We don't even know how our own brains work. We can't make up like a, an artificial brain. So let's just let's put that to bed. But um, right now, it's pretty easy to go. Uh, you know, like take this. Um, they're selling like AI filters. So take this video and then make me look like I'm an action figure or soda. Yeah. And that's. So, picture pictures, you, you kind of that's happening now. People are playing with that. That's great. The next step was obviously people are going to do video, but it's a little bit uh, like kaleidoscopic versions of you know aha videos where it's it's got the, you know what I mean. It's got that weird sketchy twitch yeah, to it as you try that. It doesn't look quite right. Looks it's like not the, quite the Korean there. news reenactment stuff. Yeah, but yeah. think about how quickly we got to that to. Um, that's going to smooth out, I think, inside the next three years, which means so long as something doesn't kill VR, we're inside of 10 is very conservative, but we're inside 10 years of being, well, let's say companies. At a certain point, I guess people will be able to do it themselves. But for all intents and purposes, it's VR meets the holodeck. Like you can... It's not going to happen instantly, like on Star Trek, where you're like, I want to be in Sherlock Holmes, and then you're in Sherlock Holmes <laughs> as soon as the door opens. It'll be a lot more of you download somebody's file that they generated, or you have the, the ability to, to put it all together Create on that. your computer yeah. and then spit it into your, your VR headset. But that's, you know, we're not too, like, it's not like we're, we're lacking in the processing power or anything like that. It's so, that's kind of what freaked me out, is that, oh, wow. Like, we're really close to being able to just run on weird generative, like, 3D stories yeah. on in your VR headset, yeah. right? Like, you're you're, you're um, not happy with how the next uh, Star Wars film has turned out. Just put in a prompt and create your own, and it will play out for you. And, yeah, we're like precisely weird, like, uncharted that's why territory. I put it, that's yeah. why I put it at 10 years, because I don't know what the technological hurdles are going to be to, like for certain elements of this, right? But, I mean, we were already marveling over deep fakes heading into this. Yeah. And, like, you slammed that together with with this generative AI um, 
technology too. It's getting really quick to I like that's that's where my brain breaks down because then it just turns into like this you know canopy of branches off of different thoughts and all that. But it's like um, be able to buy a module off of somebody that's you know it's like here's a new Star Wars, uh, but you your buddy can be a character in it, and that you know in, within the module it's like. It's just this faceless NPC, but you plug in your buddy's 2D, a bunch of 2D pictures, and the machine goes, well, I know how to interpret that. And then, yeah, just, and that's that's where it kind of goes all weird, because then I'm kind of like, well, man, like, on the one hand, I'm like, oh, wow, you could go, you know, have a picnic with, you know, your... Your your relative that passed away, and then another part of me is like, ah, oh, that's actually kind of weirdly dark too. I was gonna say, like, I don't oh, know man. how healthy that is, but <laughs> exactly. Well, you've hit the nail on the head because I got to the end, and then I suddenly went, oh my god, what is the porn <laughs> industry gonna do with all this? Oh, like, no. yeah, go so to sleep, Mister Stewart. That's what every. <laughs> that's basically it. So yeah. all I'm saying is, if anybody would like to come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> Ring my doorbell, and when I least expect it, hit me over the head with a rubber mallet. I could please use help it. him sleep. Don't do that. I think that's assault. I don't want you to assault. Porkers. But here's but the thing: it, within ten years, then are are we still going to have? I mean, I guess I can't see film going away. We're going to have you know Ghostbusters canon films, but is video games and all that going to end up splorching into this weird little new interactive? Because that's I mean, the one thing people yeah. do. That's what Ebert always complained about video games. It's not art. It's like, eh, if you make it properly interactive and put the right amount of narrative in it, it can be pretty darn cool. And that's just the story side that you know Ebert is looking for, the more cinematic experience. Yeah. That's not counting just literally you know, game mechanic type arts and you know, fun game uh, art and all that too. But uh, yeah, like uh, in, within 10 years, are, you, are we going to be... Uh, you know, slapping on the headset to go off on like, are we going to go off on little real Ghostbuster <laughs> adventures? The because the, to yeah. Play, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and 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 hey, everybody, welcome to the Ghostbusters podcast. There's a good reason that we're talking about this. I swear. Um, I cannot wait to see at what point in the last 15 minutes you chop out to start the, <laughs> the podcast. It's always an adventure for me. It's like, wow, I've been talking a long time. Where's Troy going to jump in on this? <laughs> I have my ways, as everybody knows. No, uh, it's yeah. I, I think you know, and and that's part of what's happening with this Writers Guild strike is they yeah, they just want some we were, protection. We were talking about the strikes yeah um and you know uh, to a certain extent i know like a uh, concept artists they've they've they want some protections too because there's this new photoshop thing where you're like i need a sun i need a post apocalyptic uh landscape i need a car that looks like it's burning and 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 there it is and it, it becomes like well, the concept artist just lost their job and uh you know f- fast cheap and good is uh, the hollywood way um so if you can do yeah. those three things uh, with an AI thing, you know the the artists and the people who put the human element into it into it they they want those protections. So, but, but yeah. so, so anyway, the reason that we're talking about this <laughs> is because it is affecting everything. It is affecting yes. um, my my livelihood. It is affecting everybody's livelihoods in in Hollywood at the moment uh, in yep. the entertainment industry. But it is also uh, very explicitly um, affecting the uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel, which we are here to to talk about today, um, yep. and a couple other things. Um, so we, you and I, were so hopeful when we we relaunched back into CrossRip at the time. We were like, you know, there's a good chance this is not going to affect <laughs> the new movie. Uh, and here we are. Here we so are. So what is it? A month and a half, two months later since we jumped back in. Yeah. Everything's changed. Everything's changing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, so the good news is, uh, you know, we're, we've been down this road before we know how to, to deal with it, but so, so yeah, so mm-hmm. in the episode we've got, um, some late breaking news, some kind of sad news that we're going to start out with, but then we're going to be talking about the, uh, the, the potential, probably in it's it's i want to say it's like the predictable um potential <laughs> unpredictable delay of the ghostbusters afterlife sequel um and then chris i want to pick your brain because you are finally uh, as you have been threatening for um uh, a, a few years now you are selling off some <laughs> secret studio 
North stuff, so I want to talk about oh, that. Yeah. You, you've made the subtext text that I'm a huge procrastinator, and I don't know how I feel about it, this, I, but yes, we can talk about you, it. it. It takes time to part with these things, so yeah. Um, but anyway, so we're going to get into it, and uh, yeah. it's going to start right about now. Hey, guys. Peter, I have some news from the world of Gozer. Multiplayer curly elimination. Yeah, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker. Speeding. Three, two... All right, Chris. So I I started out our 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 prompt, our chat GPT prompt here was that I wish <laughs> that we would have started recording at eleven o'clock so that we would know what was happening with the SAG after strike, which as we are recording this uh, on Wednesday night as our usual time, will probably be happening starting at midnight tonight. Um, right. However. Um, in the amount of time that we had started to uh, talk and to uh, to record, um, we got some pretty sad news, actually. Um, and yep. it is about another one of those sort of Tom Pollock uh, unsung heroes of the, the things that we know and love. Um, and, uh, and I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about this. Like it's kind of the antithesis of what we said we were going to be doing. Like, we're going to not talk about the late breaking news, but, and here we are talking about something that literally just broke about an hour ago. Well, uh, no, well, yeah, that's but fine. For good reason. This is, this is something yeah. for good reason. Um, so, uh, Daniel Goldberg, who is a writer and a producer who worked with Ivan Reitman for 30 plus years. Um, has passed away at the age of, of 74. Um, you may not recognize his name. However, if you look at the credits of some of the, the favorite things that you've seen, Bill Murray and, and Ivan Reitman and, and our, our favorite crew do, Daniel Goldberg is always that person, kind of like the Harold Ramis, that's always like the second billing to uh, the co-writer. So, you know, Stripes co-written by Daniel Goldberg with Harold Ramis. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, co-wrote, uh, meatballs, um, and, 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 and was one of those frequent collaborators with Ivan who then started working with Todd Phillips and, and kind of that pedigree and did all of the hangover movies. And yeah. it's, it's a very, um, it's what, and, and I just, I just got a text from Craig. That's so funny that uh, Jason Reitman is remembering, uh, uh, Goldberg now, uh, and has written a, a very beautiful, um, uh, uh, article here. So I, I just want to say that, you know, again, when people like this pass away, um, go back, rewatch some of the stuff that, you know, and you love, uh, stripes. I mean, yeah. honestly, he's on all of Ivan's films, heavy metal space um, jam, Junior. Well, I was about to say, you said, you know, 30 plus years. You you really undershot the mark. I'm looking here. He is the guy that came up with the original story that um, uh, Reitman turned into Cannibal Girls. Like, and that's 73. Oh, geez, you're kidding. I didn't that's even know. That's 50 this, years. I'm just, I'm just going off of the Deadline article because of how, no. yeah, Cannibal Girls. Went, yeah, he wow. goes... And this, uh, right. Oh God! Even further, he's second unit director as Dan Goldberg on Orientation, Ivan Reitman's <laughs> first film. The first, or- which if you 19, haven't, nineteen sixty eight. So that's fifty five years. But, oh and and please go check out. I think Orientation is still <clears throat> up on one of the like University of Toronto websites or so, some somebody has it up there. Um, but go he, go check that he out. He was yeah. a collaborative partner with Ivan Reitman since the two of them. Um, Left high school, God, yeah, and, college, and, and entered uh, adulthood. Because yeah, that was sixty-eight. So he would have been, you know, nineteen at the time. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, um, and and continued to be prolific even past, um, you know, uh, you know, even past his his collaborations with Ivan, he continued to be prolific. Um, the one credit uh, that I think a lot of people will recognize of of Mr. Goldberg's is Extreme Ghostbusters. He was the executive producer, yeah, who kind of came in in the same way that Michael C. Gross and Joe Magic did on Real Ghostbusters, um, and and was sort of like the uh, the the Ivan conduit uh, for Extreme Ghostbusters, the person who was overseeing it from from that uh, perspective. So yeah, um, so so does have ties to Ghostbusters uh, as well. Um, so uh, you know, th- thoughts thoughts to everybody who may be listening who uh, knows him. But uh, as I say, like this is always just a good excuse to go back and rewatch some of the stuff and yeah, this you know, is a, pay those respects. I, mean, I feel more every year that goes on, I feel a little more worried that that phenomena of younger 
generations of kids won't go back and look at older movies much the same way that it took me a while to like you know uh, as a kid black and white was stupid and then one day i woke up and went ah there's some great movies and i think i feel now a lot of younger uh youths of today and all that and when i say youths, I, i'm I mean sorry the people youths. Did the, you youths. Say the, the youths the youths Utes. Um, uh, speaking of old know, movies, I, yeah. I wouldn't think of my cousin Vinny as an old movie, but uh, you know. Well, here's the now. thing, right? Like, um, uh, well, and now we live in. There's a. It's not like you can run to the the corner store um, to to see what video stock there is to rent out, and n- very few things are curating you in the direction of older stuff. So, how, for example. Short of this opportunity, would anybody in their 30s know to go watch Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone? Yeah, exactly. Which is not only written by Dan Goldberg but uh, and produced by Evan Reitman, but um, uh, has a, a young um, uh, Ernie Hudson That's, in yeah, it. Yeah, the so, Ernie Hudson connection, yeah. Um, um, yeah, I'm oh, just looking at man. this. This lineup is... Yeah, and... Yeah, he definitely transitioned into more of a producery role later on. Yeah. But not that 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 diminishes anything. I just always like it when I see the writer stuff. Cause that's more hands-on creative input into like direct creative input into stuff. Whereas producers tend to be kind of background creative input into things. Um, um, yeah. A little harder sometimes to, to had a th- uh, thing for working with Zach Galifianakis there uh, by the end. That's <laughs> well, for sure. you know, the hangover movies will do that to you too, but well, um, a due date with, um, uh, the semi Robert Downey Jr. Um, oh yeah, uh, comeback uh, road uh, movie there with uh, Zach Galifianakis as well. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm also sort of I'm reading through Jason. Your scrolls, yeah, uh, and it's what did Jason say? So I I just want to read this one little this part here because um, he's talking about you know that uh, the pedigree that Dan Goldberg you know worked on Meatballs and Stripes and and had met his father at McMaster University, which is where Eugene Levy met them too. That that like that was the catalyst for everything at, at McMaster, but. Um, he says, when I think of the characters from all of these films, whether it's Bill Murray or Harold Ramis or Howard Stern and Robin Quivers or Mitch and Frank the Tank, the two guys I really see are Danny and my dad. They were just two Jewish kids with equally floppy hair who could convince their college buddies to stay up all night making a movie instead of studying for their finals. Story goes, the night of the moon landing, they were listening on the car radio. They were driving out to the Ontario lakeside to make a movie where they convinced their classmates to disrobe for a naked bonfire scene. (laughs) When everyone got cold feet, Dan and my dad were the first to strip down. That's funny. So this is on the deadline. Please go read this. This is Jason Reitman's uh, memory of of Dan Goldberg on deadline. Mm. Uh, But, uh, but yeah, so um, again, uh, condolences uh, to anybody who, who may be listening and, um, yeah, man, sad. Um, well, so there's no, there's no good way to transition into it, but let's talk about what we were going to, uh, convene, uh, because we've, we've come up with this new mandate of, we will only convene when we have something to talk about Chris Stewart. And, and we do have something to talk about this week. And that's why you've got uh, the cross rip in your earbuds at the moment. And that is Ghostbusters Afterlife 2 or Ghostbusters 4 or Firehouse or whatever we want to refer to this most recent movie until we have a, an actual title mm. of it. Um, there is a, a good a good solid chance that it may not be coming out in December of this year. Um, and yeah, and this is not a big surprise because we knew it was a, a breakneck pace that they were going to have to make this movie not completely unheard of and unfounded because the original Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters two had to work under similar time constraints. Um, but uh, Ernie Hudson, who is out promoting, um. Uh, prisoner's daughter, uh, a, a family drama. And again, as, as we always talk about here, if you are involved with Ghostbusters, no matter what you are out promoting, you could be at the opening of a car dealership. Somebody will ask you about Ghostbusters. Um, and so uh, Screen Rant uh, was talking to him, to Ernie about Prisoner's Daughter and got some some of their exclusive quotes out of, of him. Um where the first one is uh, that he he loved being a part of it. Um, he said that there's a new direction that the the film goes in, 
Uh, it is not necessarily the direction that he thought things would be going in, um, which I know has been a, a subject of much debate on uh, Reddit threads and 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 GB fans message boards uh, the like. Um, I, I think this is. I, I don't know that you need to read too much into this. Um, I, I think that this is just sort of him saying that it's it's fun, it's new, it's exciting, um, and uh, he was he was kind of surprised by it. But what we do need to focus on is that he said we're finished, the movie is done, we wrapped out, uh, they are editing it, and he says. I've heard rumors the end of the year they'll push for or maybe spring of next year. I never know how the studios are going to do whatever it is they do, but the filming's done, which was a little bit difficult with the writer strikes and everything going on. So I know there was a lot of shuffling around in terms of where it was being done, but I'm thankful that we at least got it done and in the can. And now I'm like everybody else. I'm just waiting to see what it all looks like. We so the writer strike we know like the, it it has been yeah. it has been difficult a lot of of productions have have shut down because of the writer strike um, the the solidarity for the writers the teamsters are are not crossing picket lines um, and 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 Ghostbusters was among the few productions that was continuing number one because they were filming abroad they were in London so um, different unions different guilds uh, different relationships there um, but number two because it, Writers Guild, especially with film, the the script was done. It was locked. It was greenlit. They were filming with a locked script, um, so it, it it sort of falls into a, a different um, category as opposed to like a a weekly television series that has writers that are contributing scripts and they're going on set and they're reviewing things. Very very different um, circumstances. So uh, the writer strike we knew was pre presenting some hurdles for them during production, but not necessarily something that was going to delay them. Now, as we record this at 10 p.m. Pacific time, two, just two hours from when SAG-AFTRA, the actors' guilds, um, will most likely, uh, for all intents and purposes, going to be uh, voting to go on strike, that's going to be the complication that probably stops stuff down. Um, they can still edit the movie. They can still be working on visual effects. They can still be working on music. Um, mm -hmm. uh, basically... This is, I hate to say it this, this way, but this is the, the COVID scenario that we had with Ghostbusters Afterlife. They can continue to do the same stuff that they are doing on Ghostbusters Afterlife, yeah. but they couldn't come back to do reshoots. They couldn't come back to do things like that. They can't do ADR. They can't bring the actors in if they were shooting with big wind machines, which we know that they do. Every ghost has a little gust of wind. They have to ADR that line. They have to get that clean dialogue, and now they can't get that from the actors. So that's going to yeah. be preventative uh, for them too. Um, so that said, Chris, how are we feeling about looking at another potential delay? I mean, I, again, like it's sort of like once bitten, twice shy. I get it. Like we've been through this with with the last film, um, but it ended up working out well for Afterlife. It made it a better film. It gave them more time. It gave them um, more... Uh, you need distance on things like every filmmaker says, I finished that movie. And six months later, I, I figured out something that was tasking my brain uh, that I couldn't, I couldn't crack. And, and I figured it out too late. It's already on home video. <laughs> like I can't change it. I can't George Lucas it. Yeah, I, no, I think it'll be fine. Um, I, let's just say no movie has uh, ever been harmed by, the studio having a bit more breathing room when it comes to uh, getting it out into the world. Um, you know, more opportunities. Well, I mean, there's, there's a lot of advantages. We, and we saw some of it with Afterlife, right? It's more time to work out some, uh, uh, like, uh, cross-promotion merch-type stuff, uh, get that sorted out, more promotional opportunities, just... Tricky visual effect sequences Tricky that, visual, that yeah. need the benefit of time, you know, to, to sit and, and yeah, work through. Don't have to um, be, I mean, that's slightly limited by the fact that, I mean, those houses only, uh, uh, you know, uh, have their own budget and timeline well, that, yeah. to, but I mean, you know when there's nothing like else time, to work time is money so it's like the longer it goes they can't just keep working um no well yeah. that that said uh you know if all these other things have um 
you know, if you can't go out and make more things that need special effects and all that, uh, and you never want to lose your, your brains. So, you know, uh, you may within as the budget as best you can just, uh, uh, keep working on, you know, on what, what is in front of them just to make it better and better and better. Um, and, and I think that that whittling process is something that, we we have seen even though we like we know that there is a lot of material from Ghostbusters Afterlife that was filmed and and has not been released you know from a deleted scenes perspective, um, but but that crafted it into the the firing on all cylinders film that it was and and I think you know the good news too with with the way that afterlife rolled out, it didn't do huge box office numbers because it was at that point in time where people were still a little shy with, with COVID and going back to theaters, but it did get that grassroots sort of word of mouth, people watching it on home video and, and, and people discovering it. Oh, there was a new Ghostbusters movie. Like that whole, yeah. like I didn't, I didn't even know that this came out and they watch it and they're surprised by it and they love it. And uh, and now those people will be waiting for whatever the, the inevitable follow-up will be. Um, so there's, I, I dare I say, there's more writing on this movie um, than there was on, on Afterlife because now it's got, it's got eyes on it and everybody's expecting something out of it. So more time, fantastic. Like it will give them that, the benefit yeah. of that. Well, um, the, 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 Stray wind blew the thoughts out of my brain. What was the point? Stop thinking about AI, Chris. Just let it go. We can't do anything about it. (laughs) There's no fate. Quick, what were you just saying? Because it sparked a thought, <laughs> and it was—I thought it was a pretty good one. Uh, I was—I was um, talking about that. Uh, you know that uh, afterlife benefited from uh, from from extra time, or at least I think. Yeah. It did. I think it will too. I, I don't think there's uh, uh, any reason. Oh, that's what it was. Um, timing wise, Ghostbusters is on a very short list of movies that uh, now can't be done. Like, there's going to be inevitably a period between stuff that's ready to go, <laughs> going out into theaters and on television, etc. And then that that the doldrums, let's call them, of yeah. when the 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 strikes hit, uh, that's going to impact the ability for new stuff to come out. And then when that's all over, and you know, um, it's at the front of the queue, right? Like compared to other things, it's standing right there. You know, it's got its last few it's things it's got to go. take care yeah. of. But it's going to be one of the first movies post that doldrums, right out the door. Uh, which means, you know, depending on how long this goes for, and, you know, there was that real eyebrow-raising, head-scratching article about the one exec saying that all the studios are just prepared to uh, attrition to, to, to outweigh people oh, in these yeah, strikes. The so like, yeah, oh, my God. And they yeah. were saying they're going to wait till at least the end of the year. It's like, wow, that's going to be an amazing doldrums then uh, if they do that. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, in that worst-case scenario, it means, you know, well, like I said, that'll be just inside the new year. They'll be staring down the start of the, you know, the a summer uh, it's actually a lot like Afterlife, just like you said. They're going to yeah. be staring down the barrel of a summer where they didn't get, you know, they couldn't be out making tentpole movies. And here's uh. going to be a special effects Ghostbusters, you know, an evergreen franchise with a big name that everybody recognizes, just raring to go. Ready so, how is that? How is. Huh? I was going to say with a few exceptions, like that's the thing is that it may not be completely ready to go because what if you don't have that ADR? What if you didn't get that pickup shot of. Right. Well, I'm not saying the minute the the strike's over, it gets to go out. But what I'm saying is, is that in all things being equal, um, you know, like I said, they're going to they're going to burn through everything that is ready to go uh, between now and the strikes. And I think that's going to look. That's a very different landscape compared to right yeah. now where stuff's coming out all the time. And I think people are going to be kind of tired of binge watching, you know, <laughs> on their streaming services and all that and looking for something new. And yeah, so the minute they can get back in and do those pickups or reshoot an effect shot or whatever, uh, you know, whatever that works out to be three months later, they're just ready to go. Like I said, so yeah. end, say, let's just say hypothetically this goes to the end of the year, this strike. 
January, February, March. Yeah. So that's April even. That's, that's four months to like get what you need done, done, get it all locked and poised for May. Ready for a summer release. Right. And and that's like, you know, we're, we're here sitting talking about this in July with the film still having a December 20th. I think it's 20th, right? The Christmas week, um, release date. And that's, that's five months out, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that has to happen. The marketing machine has to ramp back up. And I think the other thing that this now affords is what really worked for Ghostbusters afterlife as well was, Hey, the movie doesn't release in October or November or December. Uh, It releases in the summertime. So that means that you have a, a holiday season where you can be putting merch out and you can be doing, um, this, this kind of slow build up to things, um, you know, the, the bummer is that that's not really how the, the, the marketing machine for films works. They usually do yeah. like a, a, a marketing window of six weeks or whatever it is, uh, before the release. And that's when they really pump all the money into the, the paid advertising and the billboard ads and, and all the stuff that gets you that, that, um, that visibility. Um, but I, I think that, you know, it kind of helps them like, you know, but do a push for Ghostbusters Afterlife on the holidays. Have people watch the film and and build uh, the hype up, you know, that way by saying like, hey, watch all three of the, the, the canon Ghostbusters films and answer the call. Remember Ghostbusters. It's awesome. Hey, the new one is just around the corner. Like they can, yeah. they can kind of like start to build up that hype machine. Well, um, that's something to consider too, that if, if, it's now pushed back from December. That means this movie will be coming out inside the 45th anniversary year. And it's an anniversary. Of, I mean, that right there should be, if, if I am any level marketing executive at Sony, I'm right. like, it's an anniversary year. Like this is, this 20, is 2020, 2024 should now be the year of Ghostbusters. Uh, like yeah. nothing else should be able to stand up without, you know, Ghostbusters taking a bite of its sandwich a little bit, right? Like, cause. And, and, you know, I mean, it, 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 there is a certain amount of burnout that I understand is coming from these sort of like nostalgic legacy sequels. Um, and, but I also think that in an anniversary year, you get a little bit of a hall pass too, where it's like, Oh, it's the, it's the 40th anniversary of star Wars. And we've got this coming out and the, and, and you kind of like, Oh yes, of course. Um, you know, I, I think, um, everybody's talking about the failure of Indiana Jones, but Indiana Jones didn't fail. It's very funny. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I think, I, I think, I think it really helps, uh, on a, on a wide, uh, variety of fronts that the, the movie gets a little bit of breathing room. Now as fans who we had prepared ourselves to be watching another Ghostbusters film in December, yeah, yeah it's kind of a bummer. It's one of those things where it's like, we were given, uh, we were, were the mouse that was given a cookie and we asked for the milk and they're like, you get milk tomorrow. And we're like, we get milk tomorrow. That's awesome. And it, it's not coming. Um, the milk, the milk is on back order supply chain issues. I'm now very this, sorry. This said, uh, dark horses, single, uh, book, uh, that's going to bridge the gap between afterlife and this new movie. That's too little. So, you know, if dark horse wants to, uh, break off a little bit of money for a pair of really funny podcasters to write some side story <laughs> stuff some in the Ghostbusters universe. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, there, there we go. go. Well, how, um, I'll just take a you know until generative AI uh, gets up to snuff. There, uh, I, you know, you like I'm I'm fine with comics. We draw some comics. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say that we were going to start inputting like prompts for chat oh god, GPT no. to just do our podcast for us. And like, oh, no, yeah. see, well, when this first started, I actually did play around with it. It was like, give me a real Ghostbusters episode. And it was like, Bleh. and I'm like, well, actually that sounds like a pretty good one. Give me another one. Bleh. And I'm like, that sounds a lot like the last one. The give last me another one. Bleh. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you, you suck at well, this. It's, it's, it's pulling from the same sources too. It's exactly. only so much you can do. So, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, well, let's just say um, I'm going to really savor that Dark Horse comic now because that's it's going it's, it's to be like coming about that. Yeah, well, it's going to be like, like coming into the, the, the desert and you can't chug water, or you're just going to throw it all up. They're like, you know, you're going to have to, you know, sip it or you know, suck on a, a wet towel for a while. And I'm like, so that Dark Horse comic is going to be my my wet towel for a little while yeah. there. 
But that's uh, that's that's beautiful. To, like it ends up being like the way that uh, IDW did the countdown comics for the Kelvin Universe Star Trek films, where it was like a monthly book for whatever four or five months leading up to the um, the the film's release. Like it's giving all the crazy nerd fanboys like us something to tide us over, so we're yeah. not hounding them about like whatever it may be, but it's, it's also like, it's, it's building that hype machine and it's getting some notoriety for, for the film too. So, yeah, well, I mean, we got an October in there. We Ghostbusters fans can always entertain ourselves for the Halloween yep. season, no matter what, uh, that book's going to come out, uh, from dark horse, uh, bridging the two movies, then uh, which will be the- great because, because it's going to tie back into what we've already seen but it's gonna hint forward at stuff that we're we're waiting for so that's pretty good for the the hype machine to sit around and go what was that about i can't wait to find out more um yeah i mean and and you just have that you have the natural 40th anniversary you know all, all of the the um, you know, the, the morning news segments where it's like on this day, 40 years ago, Ghostbusters was released and next week or next month or tomorrow, I've, yeah. whatever it may end up being a new Ghostbusters will be coming out with Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson well, and everybody I mean, you love. Next year is 45 for Ghostbusters, 40 for Ghostbusters two. Is it 45? Uh, it's 40, isn't it? 84 to wait. 2024. Yeah, it's the 40th anniversary. 40th anniversary. Is yeah. it 40? Why did I think it was 45? Well, yeah, you're right. Know. That makes no sense. All right. Well, it's 35 <laughs> for Ghostbusters 2, 40 for Ghostbusters. That's even better. It's a nice round number. Yeah. 40th anniversary. Um, the, the the zero in the 40 looks just like the no ghost symbol. I hope somebody's already designed that. That's got to <laughs> that's got to happen. Had Afterlife come out when it was supposed to, it would have been its fifth by now. That's a bit of a shame, but oh well. Five? Uh, can you believe that that Afterlife came out for? I mean, four years ago now at this point. But uh, well, no, I think it's only a twenty twenty three. But it got it got well, it was supposed yeah, to come it was out supposed five to be twenty. Years ago. Yeah. By this time, by next year, it was supposed to be five years. But COVID it got pushed math. back. Yeah, COVID, COVID man. <laughs> it was supposed uh, to come out in March of this year, uh, yeah. twenty twenty, whatever we're at. Uh, yeah, but the point is, is yeah, like you and I say, there's uh, next year. Oh man, like now is the time. For example, to like I know this year was the anniversary year, but next year, like dump some extreme Ghostbuster stuff on us, right? Like get that that. Uh, a really nice yeah. addition out on home video and uh, you know stuff like that. Like next year should just be wall to wall, just should be wall to wall Ghostbusters. You know, yeah. for a company that keeps talking like it's an evergreen and we want to keep building it, it's like great. Well, next year is the 40th anniversary of the thing that kicked it off. What you got, <laughs> right? Like, because guess what? <laughs> if you wait a year after that. Uh, you know, a year after the fourth movie comes out, like there's no better natural window than that. Like you're going to wait a year and th- forget it. Like if you want to yeah. build this thing, like it's into, you know, into Star Wars, Star Trek kind of uh, levels. Make um, it the year of Ghostbusters. Make naturally. it the year of Ghostbusters, yeah. right? Get get that fan gathering, multiple fan gatherings, right? Get your, you know, your UK one up. Get your, your North American one up. Um you know, uh, boy, I, I don't, I don't know all the particulars of the ins and outs of uh, the, the consumer products as Sony sees it, but just straight start striking deals left, right, and center. <laughs> like, well, and, like, and and even go beyond the 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 biodome that is the fans, and have Bill and Dan go out on another amazing talk show tour and have them, you know, talk about 40 years ago and have them talk about what's coming up next. And, you know, that I, uh, to me, I still love that CBS Sunday morning piece that they did uh, right before afterlife yeah. came out where they were all sitting in the firehouse, just waxing nostalgic about things. And I mean, that do that to a, a completely different degree. Um, uh, was it um, Jimmy Kimmel? What right before answer the call? Who did the big re- reunion? I feel like it was the Kimmel. Oh yeah, because it was Guillermo was in the Stay Puft Marshmallow yeah. Man costume. Um, but but that was a whole lot of fun too. Like getting the the full cast on on the stage. You could do that for 
you know, like a Ghostbusters reunion, but you also bring out the Afterlife uh, cast or the Firehouse cast uh, at this point. Yeah, um, or, uh, you know, pre-Afterlife, they had the moat on, was it Fallon? Because everybody likes to, well, let's put it this way. Uh, Bill Murray really loves to see Dan Aykroyd dance. Um, <laughs> so we great. could, more of that would be great. great. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, every opportunity to just, just hype the hell out of this franchise. Yeah. Next year is the year to do it. And like I said, this this started with you and I, I going, oh, we're going to have to wait. But we've ended up in a, an area where I am arguing, uh, I'm not going to speak on your behalf, although I feel like you're kind of there with me, that uh, this is an accidental boon. Yeah, it's better like, this cause, way. Because yeah. I think we kind of talked about this at the beginning. We're like, oh, it's going to be up by the end of the year, which is a little weird because next year is the anniversary year. But oh, well, you know, like... um. There's no reason not that this thing can't come out in you know the anniversary year and just, oh man, like just build the synergy, yeah. right? The new movie promotes the old stuff. The old stuff helps promote the new movie. The you know just back and forth, every opportunity, just just. And if if Ernie is is telling us that this goes in exciting new directions too, you know all of that, the hype and the hoopla that happens because of this marketing machine. And then you see the film and it gets you excited for whatever is next or whatever the direction is that they're heading in uh, perfect. Like, I think that that is the best case scenario for everybody involved, for the people making it, for the studio that's making the money off of it. And for us, the fans that just love to, to watch it and absorb every little tiny detail. So um, I pay money yeah. if, if Sony uh, co-produced with the, 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 the studios that still hold the old um, uh, Ghost Breakers and Scared Stiffs, like like yeah. get like just just kind of co-produce. Like as far as Sony's concerned, it's a little uh, free promo for their Ghostbusters thing. To throw a little cash at it to like stamp out some nice Blu-rays of those old movies, um, and then you know, and those and then those cinemas or those studios get their their nice new stamped print of it and sure. it, and then it goes out on the shelf and it's attractive to everybody because it's got a little ghostbusters logo in the corner saying you know this movie inspired ghostbusters like just i'm sure there's lawyers somewhere going no 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 shush lawyer shush <laughs> but bad but lawyers you, bad you, you point to something that i think will be happening next year too which is like the big and bold return of physical media because oh my goodness like the amount of of stuff that has now happened with the leaning on streaming platforms and uh, yeah, I, th I think yeah. next year, next year we see a whole lot of stuff released in 4k UHD, uh, amazingness. Um, so that's, yeah, that, that would be it's, fun. It's time to, it, what did we talk about way back when? Weren't we talking about little, uh, car ecto stands? So each movies had a little ecto that held the case time to do that. Uh, time to, yes, please. Oh, I mean, yeah, there you go. There's another good, uh, like put a new special edition out of afterlife that helps people, um, appreciate it in a new light too. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'd argue lean into everything as well. I, I, again, I, I think studio brains strategize a little differently than fans sometimes, uh, for good reasons, sometimes, uh, uh, for uh, excess caution, but like I said, man, I would even find a way to just do a little uh, answer the call celebrating too, because every year that passes, it's 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 not like those people that found the movie and became fans of it are going anywhere. Yeah, uh, nor should they. So um, and, yeah, and in the end, they still love like you. I mean, your your concept of you know are. Are there proton packs? Are ghosts sucked into ghost traps? I love it. That's the that's the concept of Ghostbusters. It's um, pretty straightforward. It's still and like there. I said, we can't have the whole set of little ecto standees uh, unless that one comes out too. Yeah, because that man, that's right. Like five little ectos that like are standees <laughs> for the for the steel book for the steel I think book. That's a kid's book. Five little ectos. Five little, five little ectos. ectos sitting on a fence. <laughs> one, uh, something like that. Yeah, um, until you read into it a bit more, and you realize, oh, old old uh, kid stories are just kind of racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and, and the, the yeah. Anyway, um, you could have so, went with Agatha Christie, Five Little Ectos, but no, no, I went with the kids. Yeah, you went with the kid stuff. 
Oh, the, mur- <laughs> the that- Agatha Christie murder mystery of like one ecto has disappeared. Where uh, <laughs> we're down a rabbit hole here. Terrible. Uh, so, so anyway, so I, we're really curious what you guys think. I mean, uh, I know Chris, you and I, we monitor uh, the the social feeds and and the GB fans uh, threads and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But um, cu- curious what you all think about the delay. Like, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? once you sort of swallow the, oh man, I was so ready for that steak dinner that I had been promised um, and is now not happening until later, you know, once, once you swallow that and, and move on from it, how do you feel about things? Yeah. Hit us, hit us up on the voicemail and, and let us know. But, um, but yeah, so Chris, here's, here's the thing is we've got about 10 minutes left in the episode. Sure. Um, and I, I, I want to talk you want about, to talk about the, the clearance sale. generative AI. Let's absolutely. Talk I would about like what? to talk more about. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> do we think that the drone that was AI powered uh, that in order to accomplish its mission knew that it had to destroy the person that was controlling the drone? You got to stop. That you got to stop. A, I was just saying that as a joke. You're now actively eating into the 10 minutes. <laughs> Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, go, go stoppers. stoppers. I'm sorry. We'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. And Twitter accounts. Print is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... The Ghostbusters. Interdimensional crossroad. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. <laughs> um so but yeah f- but for for final thoughts here i was hoping that we yeah. could uh we could talk about the the sales that are happening from the secret studio north uh particularly you have uh one of the rare real ghostbusters spaghettio cans yeah. I, it's not spaghettios it's a different you know off another brand um what, so you're Heinz. finally selling was, stuff. A, so and, and and it's sold too. So tell us what what have you put up for auction? What has sold? Um, uh, that was the only thing. I, I have a few items. See again. I think early on I even expressed in a podcast where I was like, I don't know how I'm going to go about and do this. And then what I realized was, oh, depending on the item, there's different ways to handle this. So the bigger items, it made more sense to just put it up on eBay. Yeah, uh, because the you know the the returns were worth the hassle, uh, and, and, and who knows what the value is at that point anymore either. So you you let the yeah. auction kind of figure out how much the the value is of, of right, whatever exactly. the item is. Whereas a lot of the other stuff I have, I just want to get rid of it. I'm not saying I'm uh, you know I'm giving it away for free sort of thing, but I'm not looking for top dollar or I'm not putting time in on some crazy research, uh, you know, to try to figure out. Uh, so that's where we're at now. Like, uh, as of this recording, you're giving it away for free. That's where you're at now. Oh my goodness. I'm no, on my no. way to Vancouver right now. See, sure. Cause in my head, I didn't think that's what I was saying, but if that's what my mouth said, I'm going to no, have to backtrack. No, you did a bit. say it's, you said um, it's not like I'm giving it away. Not for like free, I'm giving but it away selective free. hearing said, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so, and some of it could have value to it, but again, I'm. It's been so long now that uh, I don't have to ask for a lot to, you know, just cover what I spent on it, sort of thing. And if I, and to be honest, even you know, at a crude, like if I if I put some extra value on it and stuff like that so I technically make a little money off of some of these things I think there's still a lot of people who are like oh that's a good price like I've got old uh, UK uh, real Ghostbusters books uh, they turned a bunch of episodes of the cartoon into little tiny storybooks and all that that yeah. I've never seen since I bought mine uh, so I'm sure again if I sat around somebody might get, you know there might be some good value to them or I might just go if you know 
for a good home for this price plus shipping, take them, go. Um, so that's where we're at. Like we, I, I, uh, you know, kind of finally got my head together, went through the boxes, took pictures, didn't need fancy pictures because as I said, the big stuff will probably end up on eBay and there's a few more items that'll probably end up on eBay. So I will let the market figure those ones out. Uh, and then I think step two is I now have all those pictures up, uh, uh, on Google drive. Uh, and I, cause over the years I've had people like, Hey, if you ever sell your stuff, let me know. Sort of thing. It's like, I'm not, I don't want to deal with the masses quite yet. Um, I don't want to deal with random people that want to like, uh, dicker about shipping or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, so first step, the, the, the second step after the can selling, and it was Heinz, by the way, you were asking, uh, it was Heinz. I could, yeah. I can't Heinz. remember what. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, basically, I'm just going to be like sending out link to uh, people I know, yeah. uh, the local GBs, uh, you know, the, the 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 Alberta GBs, Ontario GBs, because Canada's easy, uh, and then people <laughs> I know down in the states, collectors and friends, uh, yeah. you know, within the community I have there, just simply so that you know, I got to figure out some way that. Uh, I got to figure out some way to send these out so it's not like the last guy at the list, uh, you know, is is the last puppy to the to the, the food yeah. sort of thing, right? Like they, I, I need some way to just sort of like if because I think for the most part, uh, people I don't necessarily I anticipate there probably will be overlaps is what it comes down to, and I just want everybody to have kind of a fair shot. And I think in that case it'll come down to I was like express what you're interested in, and then at a certain point I'm like and I'll come back and I'll talk to you in a few days or whatever, and then just come back and say look three of you are interested in this just I'm not telling you who's who just make me an offer fight. Well, no, it's again, it's just sort of like make make me an offer sort of thing, and uh, away it goes. Um, and people who there's no competition for it, I'll just throw a number at them and we can hammer yeah, it out. Go. And and then you like have said, pictures of it too. Like that's another cool yeah. thing, the way that you're you're going to do it that way. Then you have like a photo of it where you'd be like, oh, I I used to have that Heinz can or I used to have uh, you know, yeah. The, well, the there's McDonald's, still part of me that uh, placemats or yeah yeah. That's still I still have the McDonald's placemats. They're not going anywhere. So those are art. Yeah, they're those are going to awesome. get framed at some. I point. do those love things those are placemats. Amazing. Yeah, like and the fact that they only came out in like one county in one state in the u.s and like quebec is the weirdest thing ever but yeah. they are amazing um didn't somebody get the art didn't somebody buy the art i feel like somebody did, back? like found the actual you know source art um i don't remember who that was now was it the shrek family because i feel like it's often the it's shrek always family, the shrek family but, uh, yeah. yeah uh yeah it's and that's basically where i'm at i'm going to be very informal about it and i'm going to try and give people uh fair crack at stuff but i it literally this has to come down to just as hassle free as let's put it this way like um everybody's free to contact me uh the, <laughs> i don't know when this epi- like when the list will start going out versus when this episode comes out uh and whether i'll have and i apologize in advance if people like you didn't send it to me i just <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the hassle that's, thing too yeah, is me trying to remember like yeah. i know there's a couple people that said hey you know when the time comes keep me in mind and i was like i will and i was like i should have written your name down oh, crap. <laughs> i don't remember i don't remember which app i'm on threads exactly now. Right? i don't like, know that, that's not helping at all too uh, yeah. so i will do my best but i'm i'm hoping everybody kind of approaches it from the my perspective which is uh not that this is about me but this this is me <laughs> doing it i'm uh, so however it shakes down i'm not doing anything to you i'm just trying to do stuff for uh my mental health and yeah. my collection and and all that sort of thing so uh like i said i'm trying to trying to trying to be good about this because uh and, and uh, let's be honest i i got a bunch of stuff that's just average too so i don't think yeah, anybody's yeah. gonna be fighting over it but honestly um, I, like i feel like that's why it would have been fun to have you do like your live home shopping network stream or I whatever thought about it, but like, then it, yeah and now we have this is a, a can of ectoplasm that's it half was, used it and, was really funny it was really funny to think about and then i went i 
that don't like, like work. for the same reason that yeah for the same reason i'm trying to get rid of stuff i don't want hassle and i want the space back yeah. and it's like it's like so then it's like why'd you take on this incredibly big job to do it like, no. <laughs> no 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 and then it so, will only encourage the procrastination or something right yeah, yeah i know how that feels it yeah. feels like the universe is kind of lined up on this too because i've been seeing ads on youtube for sendal which is this company here in canada that's mm. a lot like uh what is it um What's the one you guys have in the states? Uh, is it like post- offer up, like one of those kind no, of like po- postbox, or it's it's the print your print your 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 postage stuff out at home? Oh stamps. yeah, stamps.com. Yeah, stamps.com, and yeah, yeah. We haven't had yeah. that. It's bugged the hell out of me. And then and I was like, Canada Post, get off your ass and figure this out. And they really didn't figure it out. Uh, although they figured it out with eBay, because that's how I'm sh- I'm shipping this can out. Is the people pay t- <laughs> the money to like I I weigh it and I measure it and all that. And the <laughs> eBay goes prepaid. eBay spits it out and it's it's a Canada Post label. I'm like oh, Canada Post, you ding dongs. But anyways, there's a new one called <laughs> Sendal that I might look into. Which, like I said, the easier this is, uh, and they're like, eh, it's less expensive. I was like, perfect. Like, yes. If I don't have to run to the post office with 18 things at a time and then have to run everything, no, 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 no. Just, just let me print out the labels here and then just drop, do that thing where you drop, just leave it here. Yes, just leave it there. Thank you. Goodbye. Like, that's all I want at the post office. I just want to walk in, drop it on a counter, and leave. Um, And then, um, like I said, slowly but surely, like, this past uh, weekend was actually really great that I finally burst through that mental dam and tried to, to, to get things organized for this and, and launch the the can over the weekend is because it's things like um, I have a real Ghostbusters uh, LED, LCD, sorry, uh, game, tiny little, uh, oh, yeah, one of the tiny little, little arcade uh, handheld, game. yeah. Oh yeah, not even, hand, not even handheld. It's modeled like it's like it's like the grandpa of those really great <laughs> miniature arcade games you can buy yeah. now. Uh, the ones you collect, you you like. I love those. Ones. Yeah, the new wave toys ones. The yeah. new wave toys. Um, and I've noticed a lot of knockoffs come out too. And even the knockoffs is like, wow, that game looks pretty darn cool. So. Uh, I think I'm going to join you at some point. I need to build my mini arcade uh, somewhere, but it's a slippery slope. It I'm is a slippery slope. But this, yeah. but this thing is, a, you know, it's it's not super fancy. It's it's like somebody went, "What if you could have that crappy game on your LCD uh, watch, but the screen was twice as big?" Let's do that. I'm like, yeah, it's still a crappy <laughs> game, but it's a great tiny little arcade box. But the uh, uh, joystick was is broken. Uh, the battery case on the bottom, the cover is, was missing. And again, one of these things where I was like, it takes too long and I, I, I have no way to go back to it. If God, for God's sake, if you listen to this, I hope you do and you give, <laughs> reach out. Um, somebody, a listener sent me a, um, cause I feel like I must have posted to social media way back when or talked about it on the podcast, but somebody sent me, uh, one for, I don't know, Bad Dudes or River City Ransom, some other uh, video game, but it's the uh, same company made, uh, uh, and it's the exact same box and all that, just different labels and all that. So I have a spare parts one, and I, I, it was like one of those things where it's like, hey, it's that River City Ransom with the parts I'm going to, and then like, where the hell did the Ghostbusters go? And then I find the Ghostbusters, <laughs> hey, where did that River City Ransom go? Uh, Every time you get, you they can't both, find it. They both live in a box right now, right next. I started pulling them apart, <laughs> at which point I went, wow, I think I need to find my soldering iron now because this is not just a simple swap with a joystick. <laughs> uh, it sounds it's like the, yeah. the the speaker on the back of the Ghostbusters one has fallen off. Oh, um, uh, no. The, the battery, there was batteries in the real Ghostbusters one that corroded, and so the battery uh, contacts are no. either oh, need to be no. cleaned or I'm going to have to unsolder them and and put in the ones from the other. but i'm like hey it's finally coming together <laughs> like yeah. i can <clears throat> i can finally organize my space and even if it's like a, a put down and walk away and come back to it later sort of thing fine like I, the 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 things are getting organized i can feel the space opening up i can feel myself getting more relaxed and enjoying the stuff i have oh, that's and, good so, yeah, and you can go have a good big dinner because that was the big thing is you you buried the lead here that you sold that can for 
200 Canadian? What, what what was it? It was it was pretty... It was 260 Canadian, which had the shipping and eBay's cut in it. So Amazing. I got about 209 Canadian out of it. That so, was a can that was like, you know, four for a dollar at one point. Yeah. Um, and is not... <laughs> well, no. I, 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 I've been referring to it as like Schrodinger's snack because... Um, I weighed it. Like, they're like, it's supposed to have this many fluid ounces. And I was like, how did it, it lost 25% of its mass. Like, it doesn't goop inside. Like, uh, when Dinosaur Dracula bought one and opened it up, it's still, the pasta was intact and had some, like, cons- like pasta-y consistency to it that you could see the Blah. sauce. Blah. It, it wasn't great, but it still, you kind of went, yes. That was a liquid-based <laughs> pasta, and it still kind of retained some moisture. Mine is like the you know those toys where you tip it over and it's got the the cap mer <laughs> It's like the devil's version. It's like the it's like the ghost is, whistle is it from Afterlife. Noise. It's making t- noise. Yes. It's like it's like a cross between the the Aztec death whistle and one of those <laughs> one of those Australian rain sticks. I turn it upside down and it's like this oh r- r- rattling of little bits and then a clunk. Like there's a mass inside that's just one piece. It's alive. Whatever is in there, it's going to be like the thing. Yes, but it's this gonna... is what confuses me. It's like if you look at it, there's no like this little um, uh, pinpoint rust on the the can top but not all the way through it's just like a it's like a patina uh, uh, kind of rust thing you look at the label it's fine I look at where the seam is at the edge of the can and it kind of looks like it might be discolored but not enough like you have to look carefully and go is that for from rusting or, or underneath yeah. or or did it literally just evaporate 25% water mass over a <laughs> 30-year period. Like, I don't know. I don't understand. Oh, I, whoever buys the- it, please don't eat it. Please. I, I Every time I see the, <laughs> our strange glow friends eating or drinking something that's 25, 30 years old, I'm like, that's, that's po- it's poison. No, it's my, literal poison. Mine is, 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 is 100% uh, a collector's uh, item because there's nothing about it that says, you know, I'd be curious to crack this open and try it. Like, no, 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 no. That's all gone. <laughs> Please That's don't. over and done with. Please, Please don't, don't do that. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I just saw a, one of those small bottles of, of Ecto Cooler that they were handing out uh, f- for Afterlife. Yeah. It's already, that's already turning brown. And that yeah. was, what would, what would we just say, four years ago? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Well, that's, a, that's one of the things that's going to go Don't up do it. A, I have, so a 12 case of the Ecto Cooler color changing cans. About, I think five of them are opened, like I opened and drank them, and I never got to the others. And then, you know, there's that threshold where you're like, I haven't opened these, and I probably shouldn't open these, so. And now, yeah, now it's like you open it, and what hell have you unleashed upon right. us, Stuart? But, but I don't, I don't, I don't want it. So <laughs> I think, again, I'm going to find somebody that, uh, it's nice. It's 12 cans sitting in the, the high C Ecto Cooler cardboard tray. In the, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it, it, what it's done is it's opened up my, my mental breathing about my collection and, and, and given me room to, to do things that I've been thinking about for years, like repair that real ghost. The funny part is I'm going to repair that real Ghostbusters toy and enjoy it for a little bit. And then probably it send it on its way too. Cause it's like, <laughs> I don't, it's cool, but it's a crappy LCD game and I'm not a real Ghostbusters collector. Yeah, yeah. You've, um, you've done, you've done your part to bring it back to life. Yeah. I found, um, I have many multiple great copies of, uh, of Willow. I don't need the VHS copy, but the, it was one of the ones released in that gold clamshell, mm-hmm. like Ghostbusters one like and two. Ghostbusters had. Yeah. So that's sitting there, uh, poised so I can, whatever the, uh, firehouse, uh, art turns out to be, I can make the mock version of that. Like oh. I did for answer the call of firehouse. Like this, this is what I want on my wall. I want my Slimers. I want my stay puffs. I want my ectos. And your clamshell uh, VHS, uh, spines. Yeah. Yes. One half that, are, are not real like the world did not make them i made them and i'm happy to look at them because for some reason those clamshells just i really enjoy looking at them and i want to see the new movies having the the same thing up there like i'm i'm heading in the direction where 
yeah, it's it's. I can see now that the I've I've unclogged the drain. The the gray water is 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 spiraling away, and I can start to see how things are going to end up. <laughs> and it's all clogged up with whatever is inside that pasta can. That's <laughs> it that's leads. The, to, it does make room for dumb thoughts. Like I had this idea in my head that I wanted to go through and find the novelizations of certain movies, and then on my DVD Blu-ray shelf, slot the novelizations in along with them. With the, oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, it's just that that's a lot of movies. They made a lot of novelizations for a lot of movies. Like I could do that until I die, and then on my deathbed complain that I still didn't find a last Starfighter. Right? Like it's just uh, that's something that needs to come back. I feel like the novelization that's a lost art. I wish that that would would return. Yeah, it. Um, but, yeah. Well, kids need to read more in general. So yeah, bring back the novelization. Bring back the novelization. That's that's what we should end on. Bring back the movie novel. There's my final thought. Our, yeah. Uh, if you want to, if you want to double dip on us there, uh, Sony, yeah, put the novelization out in December, and we'll buy it by the droves. Uh, and you know, you know, God. those of us complaining, I don't want to read it. We're still going to buy two copies, yeah. and then just not read them, and then the movie will come out, and we'll still see the movie too. So that's, it's pro- I, I mean, everybody <laughs> forgets that the novelizations always came out before the movie. Like that yeah. was, yeah, yeah. I'm anyway. down with that. Well, um, that was way more than 10 minutes. That was, but it's okay. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, this is good. This is your, this is the release party in, in a, in a matter of speaking, but, um, but Hey, so yeah, hit, hit Chris up. If you're interested in seeing what, what items are up for bids, um, hit us up. If you have thoughts on the delay, um, if you have thoughts on anything else, please hit it, hit up, hit up the voicemail because we want to hear your voices here on the podcast and uh go go watch go watch some movies go watch uh junior go watch uh, some ivan reitman films in in celebration of mr goldberg go watch space um, hunter go, go watch, watch evolution hunter. actually evolution's kind of fun i like evolution that i love evolution watch can if you haven't seen cannibal girls it's it's weird man but you got to watch it if you are a, f- a fan of ghostbusters and ivan reitman you got to watch it uh at least once but, uh, uh, I'm yeah. gonna use it as uh, go see Feds because I uh, remember having a thing for Rebecca De Mornay, <laughs> and I keep forgetting that what's her name from Saturday Night Live is in it as well. Like it was this weird attempt for Rebecca De Mornay. It's all it's almost like uh, what's the one with um, Richard Dreyfuss and Charlie Sheen and Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, the, uh, the stakeout yeah. stakeout right it was yeah. just sort of like there was this weird time where it's like let's try and make buddy movies uh, stakeout made a co- killing yeah oh <sighs> boy well anyway uh anyway. until you hear us again which will be sooner than later i i mean we're, we're not i i feel like we're gonna find a good cadence here in the next couple of weeks but uh yeah until uh, we hear you you hear us uh, until somebody hears somebody we'll see you on the other side who you gonna call Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. They used to be one of my two favorite shows. Everything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. Really found its voice in the 46th episode. Oh, oh, oh. Next week, though, Careless Pets. We're so good.